Jim was a man who had a lot of talents and a lot of abilities. You could see that. He would, he would notice things of culture and history that other people didn't always pay attention to or notice. I saw that once when I was walking with him and he pointed out something near his house. It was, to me, it just looked like a stone, but he explained that that stone was used to grind flour and corn hundreds of years ago. And Jim would find arrowheads and had amassed a wonderful collection, things which most people just walk past and not even notice. He recognized hidden treasures as he found jars and was able to mend them and put them together on display, something, a treasure, magnificent. And yet, out of all the, the treasures and things that he found, Jim, who was very blessed with home and family, would definitely identify with what we see in God's word here, the, the greatest treasure, the words from Matthew chapter 13. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid again. In his joy, he goes away and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking fine pearls. When he found one, very valuable pearl, he went and sold all he had and bought it. This was what Jim considered and identified as his greatest treasure. What Jesus mentions here, the, the kingdom of heaven being a treasure, he's not talking about the normal things that we find as treasures in this life. The things that are precious finds or worth in this world. No, he's talking about something that's from God, the kingdom of heaven. This world will perish and fade, but, but God has a treasure for us. And that's the treasure that Jesus speaks of here, the kingdom of heaven. And it's out of this world. Jesus describes a man who finds that treasure, and once he finds it, he places such great value on that treasure that it's worth everything. And he rejoices that he found it. I'm sure Jesus' disciples could identify with finding a great treasure in Jesus, so much of such great worth that they gave up everything to follow him. Jesus said, follow me, and they left behind home and family and said, Jesus is my treasure. And his teaching, his message, the gospel, was their greatest find. Well, what was so great about it? Why did they consider, why did Jim and why do God's people consider the gospel such a, a great treasure? With this world, it looks to treasuring things that really don't amount to much. This world looks to treasuring, perhaps we might say, good works. That a person is really a treasure if they do a lot of good things and they amount to a lot because of those works. And maybe someone might even boast that they are a treasure and of great value because of the good that they have done. But we know that it doesn't matter how many good works you do, it doesn't matter how much you try, it will in the amount add up to a broken pottery on the ground and we will turn back to ash. Good works and the things we boast in don't amount to much when it comes to standing before our God. Or this world might treasure perhaps things. It might say, I have a treasure as I have a home that's secure. I have peace and prosperity, a good career, a good family. But once again, it's a treasure that will not last. It will, like cultures and civilizations before us, end up like scattered arrowheads and broken pieces of pottery. So that maybe someone like Jim, who I don't think I know anyone who is closer to a modern-day southwestern version of Indiana Jones, might stumble upon that, that broken pottery, might find it and say, it's worthless. 
And what about us? Where will we stand? Well, as great as Jim was, he knew where he stood as he gathered here for worship, and he confessed himself not of his own accord to be a treasure. His family could probably tell you Jim had his faults, made some mistakes. In fact, he, he said he was a sinner. And I, I hesitate to share this with you, but I, I know Jim, Jim would laugh. A story that he shared with me once and afterwards, Mary said, I didn't know he ever did that. Uh, Jim took in the grade school his trombone. He was practicing for band and he did not want to play the trombone. So he promptly threw that trombone off the balcony and took care of that problem. You know, as a trombone player, I can tell you that that was a fault. <laughs> but he knew, he understood. As much as we might try, there, there is no treasure in this world which will last. Jim knew that, not just because of the fading of this world, but even his own body. And he understood full well, we need a greater treasure. For all of us will stand before our, our true maker, the real artist and creator, and he will look at the broken pottery that we are, and he will look at the smeared, ruined canvas that we have drawn, and he will say, I will leave you to the trash, or he should throw us off the balcony. But God, in his great love, gave us a treasure, the gospel. And in that gospel, which Jim encountered in his life, he discovered the great news of a God who says, your sins are forgiven. You will not die, but live. And the gospel treasure found in Jesus, which he teaches and proclaims, is that he brings life to the sinner. And don't misunderstand, the gospel is not that we are some precious treasure which God has found. No, the gospel is God seeing us broken human beings and sinners that we are, made us into a treasure by his own sweat, by his own blood, as he gave his life for us to redeem us, to restore us, and to make us precious in his sight. He gave his life for us. That is a treasure, that we stand before our God, precious in his sight, a perfect, spotless canvas without blemish, through the work of his son. That treasure is summed up in one of Jim's favorite verses, for God so loved the world, this whole broken world, that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. That treasure is that we will stand before our God forever. The body which was brought to dust in death will be raised up and will live with Jesus. And that not only was Jim's treasure, but it's your treasure. Jesus redeemed you. Jesus made you precious in his sight and your sins are forgiven as you look to him as your greatest treasure. Today, whether you intended it or not, you maybe came here to, to grieve or to console those who grieve, but Jim would have wanted you to leave with a treasure, the message that your sins are forgiven in Christ and that all who look to him will, will stand even as their body are raised from the dust and we will stand with Christ and have eternal life. We'll see Jim again. He understood, uh, though he had passed on to his family many treasures, he had passed on things of security, things of great worth, and yet the greatest treasure he wanted his family and wanted you to have is that treasure he found in Christ. Jim could say, Jesus is my treasure. 
and still will. You know that parable that Jesus mentions, it says the, the man went away and he went away with great joy. The treasure that we have in Jesus, of course, brings joy. Sins forgiven, eternal life, and more than that, we will be with our God in the new creation. Jim loved this creation, but understood the kingdom of heaven is the greatest treasure. Today, you maybe caught some of the beautiful snow that was out there. I can remember as he showed me a picture of Round Valley with the trees covered in snow. He loved this creation and what God had made, but he was looking forward to the new creation, the heavenly kingdom of God, where there will be no arrows, no warfare, no need to hunt for food, no need to store up food in jars, no fear of death or pain. Our treasure, which is found in the good news of Jesus, our Redeemer and Savior. Amen. This gives us this comfort. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live, even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Thanks be to God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, we will be before the throne of God. Never again will we hunger. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be our shepherd. He will lead us to springs of living water. God of all grace, you sent your son Jesus to destroy the power of death and to open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Make us certain that because he lives, we too shall live. Comfort us with your promise that neither death nor life, nor things present nor things to come, shall be able to separate us from your love, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Ten thousand years 
shining as the sun. We've no last days to sing God's praise than when we first begun.